Hello everyone, welcome to You, Me, Them, Everybody. My name is Brandon Weatherby. This is a finale recap of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 8 with Joe McAdam. I have seen every episode of RuPaul's Drag Race. This is the only episode Joe McAdam has ever watched. It's not nearly as fun and funny as it is informational. So if you've never seen the show, this is not the worst place to start. I hope it's entertaining. I'm way too invested in this to know. Sorry about that. Before we begin, one quick plug. Uh, this Saturday, uh, Saturday, May 21st. Is that the date? Is it Saturday, May 21st? Oh boy, i got to figure out dates. This Saturday, I'll be in Atlanta. I think it's May 21st. Yes, Saturday, May 21st, I'll be in Atlanta for the Crom Comedy Festival. So, if you're in and or around Atlanta, come to that show. It's going to be fun. It's at 3 p.m. at 529. Without further ado... I was going to do RuPaul's catchphrase, but I'm not going to do that. That's inappropriate. It could come off as offensive, and I don't want to do that. This is done with complete respect, enjoy, and admiration. Here's Joe McAdam and I on RuPaul's Drag Race Season 8 Finale. So, what did you think? Man, that was, that was, uh, that was fun. Um, I, was, I, was team, uh, I was team Bob, Bob the Drag Queen. From the second I found out that uh, Bob did a Carol Channing impression, you have never seen the show. You've never seen clips of the show. Never seen. All I know is that, like, I have a handful of friends that really like it, and I've never seen anything from it. Um, and that's yeah. I have I had zero prior knowledge about the show. What did your friends that your friends that do like it? What did they tell you about the show? That it's, I mean, that it's, boy, oh, boy, what a fun show. <laughs> I don't know. It's, you know, the kind of thing where it's like, hey, have you seen that show? No. And then what are you going to talk about after that? And it's like, all right. <laughs> sure. Um, how did you watch the show? Uh, I watched it on a on an illegal pirate stream on my laptop uh, with a cup of coffee and a, and a bowl of raisin bran. So this is how you started your morning. This is how you started your Tuesday, May 17th. Yeah. That's, uh, I, I woke up and I was like, oh, man, I got to go watch uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. And I, um, yeah. Okay, so you've seen the most recent episode, uh, which is the season eight yeah. season finale. Technically, it's season eight, but there was already an all-star, so it's actually the ninth queen. Anyways, you sort of got an overview of all of that because the show opens with RuPaul, who you know. You know who RuPaul is, right? Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay. RuPaul and the previous winners. Now, do you understand that the clown that was on stage, do you understand that joke at all or no? <laughs> no, but it, it was uh, welcome. I'll, I'll take a, a clown coming out. Uh, okay. I, it was, I, I thought like immediately like, okay, this is going to be full of inside jokes. I'm not going to get anything going on here. Everyone like lit up when that clown came on. I'm like, I don't, just a clown, but. <laughs> okay, so that joke is a callback to the first episode of season eight. Uh, season eight's first, one of the first challenges was all of the new queens would take a photo, uh, a fashion photography shot with this previous winners. And since one of the winners couldn't be there, they replaced her with that clown. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty fun. It's you a put fun a clown in there. Yeah, it's a fun thing. 
So it's a nice callback for all the people that have watched every episode. And I think that if you watch RuPaul's Drag Race, you probably watch every episode. And then for someone like you who has no idea, it's still a clown on stage, and that's fun. I uh, I was not I was not complaining that there was a uh, a weird clown uh, at all. Okay, so that's how the show opens. What do you know of RuPaul? Um, I'm aware of the existence of RuPaul as a cultural figure that pops up sometimes. Um, I know that uh, she got or like RuPaul got into a fight with uh, Milton Berle at the MTV uh, Awards in the 90s and made fun of Milton Berle's incontinence, which huge points for that. Milton Berle seems like one of the world's biggest assholes. Um, and I'm aware of the song from like 25 years ago. Supermodel. Yeah. Um, you know, we, you know, what's really sad. I don't even know about RuPaul versus Mer- Milton Berle. Oh, YouTube it, dude. It's great. <laughs> they were presenting an award, and then, uh, you know, Milton is just like this. I don't, I don't even remember the exact, you know, what it was. It was clearly some, like, backstage. They did not like each other. And Milton's like, you know, old Hollywood, like, just grumpy old man. Like, I used to chew up drag queens like you for breakfast kind of shit. <laughs> what? You know, I'm making up my own lines. <laughs> For what? Yeah, this is happened. great. I want to how I remember it, but he was being like really shitty, and then RuPaul made a joke about Milton Berle being incontinent, and then Milton like goes like, "All right, you want to get real? You want to get real with this?" <laughs> totally, they just break down. Oh, you want to go off script, huh? Oh, okay. And then he like he just kind of does that, but then doesn't throw back a counter punch, and it just. He looks terrible in it. it. It's fantastic. I will definitely be watching this when we are done recording, and I highly suggest that everyone listening does the same. I'm an incredibly big RuPaul fan. Um, I go in waves with RuPaul. Um, whenever the show is really good, this is a really good se- season. Really, maybe the second best, if not the best. And uh, this was a big course correction from season seven. Now, we'll get to that later. Let's go back to the show itself. The first segment was, I think it was the uh, the three contestants being Bob, Kimchi, and Naomi. They do their song. Is that correct? Yeah, that was the, uh, they, they all do their, their song and, and dance performance. Now, did you like Bob's song and dance performance? Uh, it was my favorite. It was my favorite of the three. Okay. What about it did you enjoy? Um, listen, I think, uh, I think Bob, first of all, uh, out of the gate has a sense of humor about, about what it is to, to do drag. Um, you know, just being Bob, the drag queen, funniest drag queen name I've heard. Um, and then not, you know, not a traditional style for, from what I've seen, you know, at all. It's not like super glamorous. It's more, uh, I don't know. It's, it's, it's certainly more fun. Like I, I always feel like other super glamorous drag queen, like ah, it's a little too much effort, you know. Like Bob felt effortless. Bob felt, you know, natural. I liked it. Do you understand the whole point of drag is to not feel natural? Oh yeah, I totally get it. But that's why I'm like not super into drag. I'm like, okay, yeah. It's like you, you guys. When I was, I remember seeing drag when I was a little kid and being like, all right, like now what? What do they do? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, all right, you dressed up. Okay, 
It just never appealed to me, like seeing drag, you know? You I get it show. now, but... Yeah, it's like you put on a show, but I'm like, do they, like, do they... I don't know. There's It's lip-syncing. It's not even, you know, there's no singing. It's like, all right, what's going on? Well, some, not very few, but some do sing. Uh, Bob will not be one of those. No, I don't think anybody sang on the show, right? Not on this show, no. But they do do the tour, um, and on the tour, some of them do live singing, and most, if not all of them, at this point, have released singles. Some are horrible. Most are horrible. There's a few that are pretty good. Um, a previous runner-up, her name is Adore Delano, she has a legit singing career or uh, an albums, and she's really good, and she was on American Idol before she was on Drag Race. So she can actually sing, and she's contemporary. And so, yeah, that's like a, yeah, a so, legit singer. Exactly. And then there are a bunch, a lot of them, that are like big musical theater fans that could actually do that sort of musical theater, and you will hear them sing in the show... Uh, and they try not to do as much auto-tuning as they could to show you who could actually sing. Okay. But yeah, I mean, you know, it's. Uh, I, I thought Bob was Bob was the most up my alley of any of the uh, any of the final three. Clearly, and he totally is. And he's the he's the first of the nine winners that is like the social justice warrior. He's the first one that is that we know has, like, protested and gotten arrested protesting for gay rights and stuff like that. Um, so what they try to do each year is essentially fill a void in their arsenal. So this year, they're like, all right, we got a social justice warrior. Kimchi is the greatest queen of, thus far of the nine seasons in terms of looks. Uh, her makeup is amazing, uh, which w w you, you only saw this episode, but so you don't know that, like, this was a really tame look for Kimchi compared to the other. I mean, you saw in the video packages the amount of like crazy cool stuff she can do. And then Naomi is very young, but we just had a very young queen, except Naomi comes from the, this crazy, super supportive uh, Colors of Benetton ad family. I'm stealing from Brian Moylan. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was very cool. Here's, here's when I, okay, so I was, I was doing the, the rundown of like the, uh, the, uh, the performances, mm -hmm. right? Uh, Bob hit me out of the game. Okay, I'm into it. Uh, Kim Chi, that was, she didn't even move. Yeah, like, she's real bad. That was terrible. I thought that was total bullshit. Kim Chi's performance did nothing for me. Okay. It was, she made all the, in the background, do all the work. She didn't do anything. Yeah, that's awesome. No, I, I don't want to see somebody make everybody else do the work. I, I want to see I'll see the drag queen do the work. She just she she couldn't even dance. All right, I'm, no one's going to disagree with you. He he's horrible at dancing. And that was like the <laughs> I, 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 come on, do something. She just like kind of waddled around on stage. That was nothing. <laughs> You're hundred percent that. right, but that's like part of the joke for her. She's horrible. The way she started the you uh, the first episode. It looks like someone that has never walked in high heels, like a kid wearing high heels, like could like barely stand. That's how she used to walk. I don't know if it was a gimmick for the show, and if it was, good on her. It's brilliant. But like, so how did how did she make it to the finals like that? Her makeup is so good and so, so creative. She's the purely the purely makeup candidate. Not exactly. Her personality is also great. Um, she also fills a void. Uh, one of the things that Drag Race has been criticized about is not having any Asian winners 
and not having any Latin winners. So, and Kim Chi would have been the first Asian women winner. So that's another reason why a lot of people, not a lot of people, but the, the, there's an argument for having that type of queen. Now, the show likes to view itself as a social justice type of thing. Um, at one point there was a PSA. I think it starts today. It's like Allies Day, right? And um, mm-hmm. there's going to be like an award show in June about something progressive, whatever. Kimchi's mom still doesn't know she does drag. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, that seemed like there's a whole story there, but they didn't really get too into it. But yeah. Now, if Kimchi wasn't from Chicago, I would have been a hundred percent on Bob's team. But because Kimchi's from Chicago. And you could find these like awesome videos of her at Roscoe's, and she's a really good performer and host. I was barely rooting for Kimchi over Bob. So Kimchi gets a slight local edge for you. A hundred, not slight, massive local edge for me. Massive. Okay. Like I know in my heart of hearts, Bob is the superior everything, but Chicago. So I, I totally understand. I was not aware of the, uh, of the Chicago connection, but, um, you know, I, I get, I get being a Homer. I totally understand that. Naomi. But yeah. Now, okay. So here's, here's my thing. Her. The, it was, the song is all about legs, legs, legs. And I, I don't know, man, I'm, I think it's just, it hit me in a way where I'm like, I'm a short kind of little round guy going bald. I like the underdog and it seemed like Naomi had this leg advantage and she was just rubbing it in everyone's, everyone's faces. And it's like, man, you 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 were born with these legs, like that. That's all you got. You got the legs, and it's, it's she was the super glamorous one. I like I like the underdog candidate, and I and I appreciate uh, Naomi, and I thought she was going to win. Uh, Naomi's definitely had this in the back because that's the traditional drag queen. But I don't know. I I was I I thought Bob was upset. I thought Bob was a, a complete upset. Okay. I love that we're doing this because from everyone that I've talked to that watches the show and all the media I've read about it, be it mainstream stuff like Vulture, New York Times, or just like blogs that have fun conspiracy theories, Naomi was never going to win this. She was not even mentioned in the New York Times think piece that went up on Sunday. And she was in the top three. She wasn't even mentioned in the article. The Wait, they, why not? What, what's the, what's, is there a conspiracy? There's a there's such a great amazing conspiracy. Um, I will get to it very soon. Let me just finish up with Naomi here. Naomi would have won if this was season seven. Now, season seven's winner Violet Chachki, who you saw later on at the end of the night, um, not a fan favorite. A lot of people don't like it. A lot of people don't like the new queens because they can only do one thing and they don't understand it. Bob and Kimchi are closer to thirty than twenty. Naomi, I think, is twenty two. Too young. We already had a young queen last year. We're not doing that again. Therefore, Naomi was never going to win, regardless of how good Bob and Kimchi performed. Now, Bob and Kimchi, two of the best queens of all time. I'm pretty sure Kimchi will be on the next edition of All Stars. Huge fan favorite. No, like I said before, no one could do her looks, and this like she's a prof- a true professional in every sense of the word. Bob is super, super, super comfortable on mic. Bob has so much charisma that you just can't teach. You don't have to have any media training with Bob. If you were going to cast anyone in anything, 
out of that group, you would want Bob. He's reliable. Bob. He's Bill dependable. Bob. Well, yeah. I mean, you you know, you're a wrestling guy, right? Oh, it's, this it's is the, the same, same thing with that, where it's like uh, Kim Chi to me is like, okay, that's like Ultimate Warrior, and uh, and Bob is like Roddy Piper. You know what I mean? A hundred percent. But then what's Naomi? Oh, you know, maybe she's a warrior, and maybe Kim Chi is uh, like, um, uh, let me think, maybe crude? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where it's falling apart. But the point is, it's like I, I always like the guys that are good on the mic. I like the, I like the guys that can that can do the promo way more so than the guy that just goes out and flexes. You know what I mean? A hundred percent, and I agree with you. And this is an interesting point. Kim Chi on the show. They always portrayed her as like quiet. Everybody get along now, but they also have these backstage stuff called Untucked, um, and those are only available on YouTube. And that's when you realize, like, oh no, 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 Kim Chi could fucking slay on Mike and is super, super shady. There's no way they're editing this so they don't show it. That came out on the on the last night's finale when they go Kim Chi, Kim Chi who happens to be a virgin. When the pit crew asks, who would you like to lose your virginity to? And she goes, no one from the pit crew, because I don't want an STD. Yeah, no, no, she killed him. And I, that was that was the one moment where Kim Chi came through for me. And I was like, all right, I, I, Kim Chi's got some, uh, you know, a little bit of sass going on on the mic. I like that a lot. Yeah. Uh, well, that's that's the, that's the one moment that came through for me for Kim Chi was that part. I liked that a lot. That was also the moment I realized, oh, Kim Chi's not going to win. Yes, because you can tell, by the way, they're like, oh, we do, like, fun catty puns on this show. Uh, you just like, straight up just laid them out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was great. You can tell their reaction was like, damn, Kim Chi, what are you doing? <laughs> I loved it. I thought that was, that was my, probably my favorite, uh, my favorite moment of the, uh, of the inter- interview segments. So I watched this in a bar last night, and the entire bar, when she said that, just erupted. And I think someone just screamed in the bar, shade. Yeah, no, it's, that was that was fantastic. I was super on board with kimchi there. We've talked about all three of our queens. Let's talk about all the people that were eliminated. Do any of them stand out for you? Do you remember any of their names? Uh, oh, God, there was... Um... There was there's a couple that were just like the cartoony drag queens that were just that really stood out, but in a negative way for me. Like I don't like it, like the the face paint and the they look like a cartoon character thing. It's not up my alley at all. Okay. Um, and then somebody that said they're gonna make their they're gonna make their cuckoo show their cuckoo. Uh, that I forget I forget any of the names though. She won Miss Congeniality. Yeah, yeah, the winner of Miss Congeniality. Um. Uh. Yeah. But yeah, that's because she had cancer, right? That's because. Um. Probably because though. You think? I mean, like that seems like a. All right, we'll give it to the drag queen with, that had cancer because that's would be villainous not to. It'd be. It'd be certainly the bad guy if you didn't give it to the person with cancer. That being said, you watched the show and not knowing anything, I'm assuming you judged it based on audience reaction. Like who is popular? Yeah, like that's that. that's all I have, you know. That's to find out like who's a a fan favorite or whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the fan favorite was not her. The fan favorite was the most recently eliminated, the last one they brought out, the only one of those eliminated people that had their own segment. And that's Chi Chi Devane. 
Yeah, I, ba- I vaguely remembered what Chi-Chi did. I kind of, I don't really, I don't remember everything. What did Chi-Chi do? She got her own segment. She's the one from the South. Uh, she's from, ooh, I want to, she's from Louisiana, Alabama? Ooh, boy, I feel bad right now that I don't remember this. Oh, yeah, I remember there was somebody saying they were, they were like, they are a Southern, like, I forget, the way they they described it, but like, I'm a real Southern drag queen. Yes, like, like that essentially was a very poor, she's also, she's a very poor person with horrible teeth. Okay. She was the fan favorite. So she was the, the big fan favorite, and you think maybe should have been Miss Congeniality? We, we being my wife and I, were very surprised. We thought she had it in the bag. Yeah, but she didn't have cancer. She probably has cancer, based on everything in her life and how it goes. My guess is she does have cancer and just doesn't know it. Okay, so she has like a, a story that's a bummer too, then. Yeah, she's got a real good bummer, but, like, coming out of the, like, learned a lot from the show, positive story. We we were also surprised that uh, she didn't get a spot in the finale, and Naomi did. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, what what do you think went into the uh, the process to that, that she didn't get the, at least, miscongeniality? Oh, cancer. You, you've already nailed it on the head. It's just cancer. Okay, so that's it. That it, It's as simple as that, you think? Yeah, it is as simple as that, because this has been the best crop, and even if you could swap almost anyone out with Chi-Chi, and people would be happy. I didn't realize how popular she was until I was in that bar last night, and then watching it live, hearing that reaction, it was like, oh, no, we completely underestimated her the entire time. Yeah, okay, so Chi-Chi, I, you know what, but, but don't you think that even now outside the show, Chi-Chi's got... She's she's gonna do something huge with with the uh, with her career, right? This is she's gonna do shows everywhere. Like she's got a fan base. This is this is gonna be big for her. Maybe um, she's also one of the few that could actually use that five grand, like right now. Unlike sure anybody else, like just to fly her back and buy some more wigs. Like she's that broke. Unlike the other ones, for example, Bob, uh, Bob the winner had posted or started a Kickstarter for to film like a comedy pilot and was asking for 70 grand. And he posted that, I want to say two weeks ago. There, I was convinced once I saw that, that Bob would not win the show because why, if you're about to win $100,000, you don't ask for $70,000. Yeah, that's, that seems... I, didn't, I had no idea about all this stuff. Bob's trying to make a comedy pilot? Bob is a comic who started doing drag is essentially like having another tool in the toolbox. Oh, but this is that's like the only tool now, right? That's got to be like, this is it. This is the thing. Well, a lot of these queens will do things in and out of drag. For example, Shangela, she asked a question. You might have seen her on Community. You might have seen her on The X-Files. Sometimes she's in... She's sometimes she's dressed as a man, sometimes she's dressed as a woman. It, so she's been able to do a, have a career as both in and out of drag. Bob will most likely have one as well. In and out of drag, yeah, like a comedy career outside of doing drag. Exactly. That being said, there are comedy queens. Bianca Del Rio is a good example. She is the winner of season six. She is just a drag queen comedy performer. She's but she has her own specials and she tours and. There's an hour-long special on Logo that mutual friend Mateo Lane is on that Bianca hosts. 
Oh, hell yeah. So there are queens that just do stand-up and shows like that and host versus, like, song and dance. Okay. So, yeah, there's a, there's a whole uh, wide variety of, uh, of, of tools in the toolbox. Exactly. Bob is probably the first person to, like, really doesn't need to do drag and would be perfectly fine. So, okay, so I thought also, I, I was a little bit confused about this, but, like, it seemed like there was a panel of judges, but that didn't, it didn't matter at all that they were there. Okay, so... Am I wrong? Are you talking that? about Ross Matthews, Michelle Vachage, and the guy from Queer for the Straight Guy? Yes. Okay, so... What they do is they weigh in on every single challenge, right? And then there's, there tends to be a guest judge or two. For example, the best episode of the season was uh, the three of them, or maybe it was just Ross and Michelle, it doesn't matter. And then the, uh, the guest judges were Amy Sedaris and David Sedaris. Okay. So they all weigh in, and then RuPaul claps her hands and says silence, because that's awesome. And then she makes the final decision on everything. It's, it's never a juried thing but they all get to weigh in. But at the end of the day, it's really whatever RuPaul wants. Okay, and do you think that that is true or that is a TV production decision that is disguised as RuPaul's decision? It is. You're both cor- you're correct and you're wrong because Ru- it's RuPaul's production company. So at the end of the day, it's still she is both the host and the personality, but also the producer. Gotcha. So it's really just, it's honestly the most transparent version of any of these things ever. It's like, hey, listen, it's my show. This is it. Yep. I like that. Yeah, it's really great. Now, RuPaul is also clearly amazing on Mike. Perfect comic timing. Um, she's a guest, she's like a judge on Skin Wars, which is on the Game Show Network that I'm also watching just because I want more RuPaul in my life. And it's not even a drag related. Gotta get it. It's just RuPaul as a judge because it's very blunt criticism. She doesn't usually allow people to cry. She'll say, stop it, and essentially get off my stage. You knew what you were getting into. We're here here for a reason. Don't shit on yourself. If you're going to do that, go home. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I like that. That's, that's the most, you know, that's the most appealing part about uh, about RuPaul's critique. Very blunt. I liked it a lot. Here, when, when uh, immediately once Kim Chi finished the performance, it was just like, uh, what was her line? Something, uh, it's a, a, a great song with a good beat. Something about how Kim Chi can't dance. Whatever. Yeah. I forget the, the line. Almost every time they could have a pun, they'll have a pun. Oh, yeah. They, I mean, I was, yeah, this is like the most pun filled show I think I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Um, there's two things. That... I, I, was, I was a little like, all right, they did the kimchi puns about like, oh, what's on the menu for kimchi? I hope you're hungry. It's like, how many goddamn episodes have there been? They didn't run out of this stuff. This is, it, it feels like that would have been done by now. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty bad. Um, but if <laughs> they'll do as many, as, as many sexual puns as possible. And whenever they can have a special moment, uh, with, usually featuring a queen crying about a bad thing and how she's overcome it, they'll take that. So that's why Bob yeah. is like the perfect drag queen for that. A little much on the puns. Did you notice or remember any of the eight queens that were introduced before the crowning of Bob the drag queen? Uh, no, I don't, I don't 
know who they are now. Okay. Um, do you remember any of them? Uh, I, I just kind of remember the, the, the last one just because I feel like that got a huge, uh, reaction and there was, it was quite a to do. Um, oh wait, no, somebody, one of them had a line where I was just like, what? I might've even written it down. Hang on. Cause I was like, what the, that's not a goddamn, that's not a joke. They, they made it try to sound like it was a joke, but it wasn't. Um, hang on a second. This is. <laughs> got this here. Um, oh, yeah, no. The, <laughs> somebody somebody said the best thing about monsoon season is that it happens annually. Yeah, that's not true. That's Her name is Jinx Monsoon. What the hell does that line mean? That's, who wrote this? They all clearly have no writers. That's so great. Okay, so <laughs> two things related. The woman before her by the way, um, using woman and man, I don't know if you've noticed, in pronouns he or she interchangeably because that's how they do it on the show. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't know what the protocol was. I figured, you know, they're, you know they want to be, as a drag queen, would be referred to as a woman just for the sake of the show, right? Yes and no. It, it, it is used fluidly throughout both pronouns regardless of situation. For example, Ru- RuPaul has a podcast, which I have listened to, Almost all of the episodes. <laughs> oh, boy. So, uh, RuPaul uses he and she interchangeably, sometimes with even in the same sentence. So, it really doesn't matter. As long as you're not trying... As, to me, as long as you're not using it in the, like, pejorative sense, it's totally fine. Okay, yeah. I just... Yeah, I wanted to be on the right side of that one. Uh-huh. Okay, so, this is so fun. Season four's winner. I think... Let me just do a quick... I want to get this right. Because this is probably the most important uh, drag race story there is. And yes, there are important drag race stories. Okay. Sharon Needles, fourth season. Okay, perfect. Sharon Needles won the fourth season of Drag Race. Sharon Needles is like the spooky queen. Okay? Cool. She is awesome. Everyone loved her. Now, she was dating someone named Alaska Thunderfuck. Alaska was into drag at the same time they used to date. They're both from Pittsburgh. Alaska tried out every single year, didn't get in. Sharon tried out just one season, got in, and won. Okay? Alaska, they put in... Oof, all right. Exactly. Real, real weird. Alaska won, was in season five, and should have won. She was the... Until... Yeah, she still is the person that should have won more than any other person. And she's referenced almost every single episode in the way that they say hi and bye. They say hi and bye, and that's what Alaska does. Multiple queens this season have worn Alaska merchandise. They all have t-shirts and stuff. Like Think of it like a band. It's really no different. Now, Alaska's in the audience. Mm-hmm. That's why Sharon Needles like said, like, blah, 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 blah. And her, the, the, her last line in her little like thing was... Ugh, Essentially about Alaska. They are no longer dating. It's amazing. Wait, what was what was her, what was the line about Alaska? Alaska, it just ended like in a mean way. Like kind of a little yeah. All right, I don't really recall the line, but okay. It was a it was a fun shady thing to do. They're still friends in real life, but it's it's like it's so great. I'm a big fan. Anyways. Yeah, you know, it's TV. You gotta you gotta play it up. Yeah. Now, Jinx won the season that Alaska should have won. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. Jinx is like a nice, cool, weirdo, kind of hippie uh, drag queen out of Seattle. And she used to say, like, water off a duck's back, water off a duck's back, water off a duck's back, over and over, like... And she's also a narcoleptic. It's a good season. Watch it. <laughs> what? <laughs> I know. I saw There's insane. a lot going on. I, it's, it's so much fun. I love this so much. Now, her... she They try to have puns, and a lot of the times it don't work out. And Jinx is so nice, but she's not the smartest of people. She's not an idiot, but she's definitely... Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be hiring her in a writer's room. So that's why gotcha. anytime she could have like a rain pun on her name, which is Jinx Monsoon, that's why you get that weird Jinx Monsoon line and that's it. There really was no point of me talking about Alaska and Sharon. I just really wanted to do it, except tangentially. Alaska only didn't win because of Sharon, and therefore that's why you have Jinx as a, a winner. So I is it you said it was was there a Sharon monsoon who was the monsoon Jinx monsoon Jinx monsoon Alaska what was Alaska's Thunderfuck. last name and then Sharon Needles Sharon Needles yeah Sharon Needles by the way maybe the best drag queen name of all time that's a that's a killer that's a great one yeah well so Sharon wait no so whatever Jinx monsoon. Yes. Yeah, not not the not the wittiest one. No, um, she's there because they couldn't. It would have seemed like nepotism if they gave it to Alaska. So that was that was like a save their ass a little bit kind of move. Okay. Yeah. That being said, Jinx is incredibly likable. I like Jinx. I have no problem with her winning that. It's just, was there a better competitor that season? Absolutely. And that other yeah. person is consistently... It's like how Nirvana didn't win any Grammys, but all the bands, that, all the shitty Nirvana-sounding bands won shitty Grammys. Yeah, that's how it always goes. Yeah. yeah. So that's that. Winning the award isn't, isn't the, the end prize. It's about what happens your, with your place in history. And you know what? I mean, uh, Alaska is going to have a, a, a larger place in history, let's be honest. I, I don't know if this is tongue in cheek anymore, but you're a hundred percent right. I'm, I, that was that was more of just a guess, uh, but I because I, I don't really know who that is. But I'm guessing that I, I trust your take on this. I'm I'm really gonna have to trust your take on this. Will okay. So then, uh, I don't even I can't even think of her name. I don't like her that much. She's in Sevens Winner comes out. Violet Chachi comes out amazing look she cinches her waist where it's clearly doing damage to her insides it's horrible role model just all look no substance and then they give it to almost the exact opposite rather than like a 22 year old pretty person that could be a model they give it to a late 20s african-american person that could not be a model whose talent is talking into a microphone and being a genuine person yeah, way more charismatic, easy to get on board with. You know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. all right. Yet again. Yeah, and I and I know that that probably bucks the trend of every winner that they've had so far. I would imagine. I don't. I you know I can only tell by their you know that last entrance of all the previous winners. But I'm assuming that Bob was the the um, the exception to the rule of what one of one of their winners is. That's the thing. They're... Yes, this is season eight, nine, if you count All-Stars. But 
there really isn't a blueprint yet. They're, they're trying to make room for every type of drag. They're trying to make the best sounding, the, the most well-curated music festival possible. And they want to hit all those boxes while staying quality. Gotcha. Well, that's, that's, that's probably the best way to do it then, right? You tell me. I have no idea. I've seen every episode, but as a, as a version of this, what do you think? Well, that would make you, I mean, that makes you far more qualified because it's, for me, it's just, I've only seen, I've only seen one winner. Uh, I, I don't know as a, as somebody coming back to the show again and again, I'm assuming you would want to see variation in the styles of the winners, right? Yeah. Now, did you get... Wouldn't you feel like the game was rigged if every single time it was the same style of winner, a young, you know, young, beautiful, uh, like, like it has a good look put together, but not a lot of personality. If that was the winner every time, that would get a little like, ah, the game's rigged, right? But the thing, everything ever is rigged. But you, you know the rules. Like, just make it work. There's, I know I'm using, like, other reality shows. Catchphrase is here to explain this reality show. But I don't know. I mean, can there even be a blueprint for this person? Well, I feel like I don't know. I don't. I don't really watch um, any reality TV shows. I don't. I don't really. Uh, but you I've do watch sports. You, you watch sports. I is get that correct? Into. I know you like the Kansas what? City Royals, but I don't know if you actually like it because you're from Kansas City or you like baseball. Oh yeah, no, I like. I just enjoy watching baseball. I like, you know, yeah, I, I enjoy baseball. Okay, did you enjoy this as a sport in any way? Um, it's hard to say based on just one viewing, um, where I, I could see myself watching the finale of another season or an episode here and there, but I'm not going to be invested in the season. I don't think. Okay. Did you watch it alone or did you watch it with your wife? I watched it all by myself. Would you consider watching something like this with your wife? Certainly. I think the more people around, the more fun it is. I would, I would, Guess I I was you know I was kind of watching this um, in a clinical sense you know not a, as a you, you, like if if you just showed someone the Super Bowl and they'd never heard of football you know mm-hmm. so I was watching like what is what's exactly going on here rather than oh this is a whole lot of fun and I can talk to my friends about my expectations like oh what's going to happen next kind of thing so I didn't have that environment which I think. If I did, I mean, if I do watch this again, I'll seek that out for sure. Overall, it seems like you enjoyed it. Yeah, no, I was, I'm on board. I liked it. Good. I feel like there should be like a real big, like, I learned so much about a blah, blah, blah. There doesn't need to be, clearly. You're in your 30s. You're done. But. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I'm done. I feel like this is the kind of show that a lot of people in their 30s, younger people should be watching that it could actually be good. And at the same time, like, not just good for the sake of being good, but is a really great product as well. Yeah, no, it was certainly like uh, the the spectacle of the show, and I don't know if they do this every time or if it's just the finale, but like everybody in the audience had looked like they should have been the star of the show. It was crazy. Everybody in the audience had the most elaborate uh, you know, outfits and everything going on. Is that is that a common thing, or is that just like this is the special occasion drag race? That's a great point. This is only the fourth 
one, I think the fourth one that they did live uh, in this theater, in the clearly too small for the theater uh, Orpheum, and most of the people yeah. you saw were former contestants on the show. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Not all of them are in drag. A lot of them are. Um, a lot of the like crazy looks that you saw, they are most likely going to be on future editions. Okay. So it looks like everyone is really showing up. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's kind of the point of it. Um, there's usually a celebrity uh, there as well. Uh, previous years, there's been Miley Cyrus. I think Rumor Willis was this year's celebrity. Uh, they, they're able that's to... Not, that's a big step down. Yeah, I know. I had this. Miley Cyrus to Rumor Willis. <laughs> uh, that's weak. 